Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Hey there, Stem Cells at Lunch. My name is Jawa Berzhanskita and I am a PhD student here at the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine. So today I'm talking to Dr. Heiko Vurdak, who is currently a lecturer at the University of Leeds, uh, studying stem cells and brain tumours. So hi Heiko. Just wondering, because you, you seem to use stem cells uh, and modeling of brain tumors in the lab. So how do stem cells help modeling uh, brain tumors? Could you explain that in lay terms to our audience? Yes, so this links to the clinical problem uh, that we face for malignant brain cancer. Um, so the tumors will be surgically resected and only a minimal tumor burden will stay behind. And despite uh, therapy, radiotherapy and chemotherapy, the tumor relapses and comes back from very few, if not single cells. And uh, there's now a convincing body of literature from the last 12 years that shows that it's stem cell-like characteristics that make the tumor cells survive and thrive under this therapeutic pressure. So it's important for us that the surgeons don't put the tissue that they resect into the bin, but give it to us into the lab so that we can model the stem cell aspects of biology and find better treatments. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So there's a lot of clinical relevance in your research. Uh, could you actually describe how do you think your research could contribute in future to solve this uh, cancer metastasis and uh, recurrence in the patients? So for now, we are looking at experimental uh, chemicals uh, to study how they change the cell behavior of the glioma cell. And um, we get very interested when we see that the stem cells uh, that represent the uh, recurrent disease get into a lot of trouble when they treat with chemicals. Um, so if they uh, eat themselves up or they die, then uh, we try to find out the molecular mechanisms behind this so that we can target this specifically with a drug in the future. The other aspect is that um, we want to model the disease better in the lab. So uh, we work with stem cell approaches, including uh, cerebral organoids, um, to study invasion in real time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you must take uh, patient cell lines, if, uh, do you? Yes, So exactly. I wonder if these brain tumors, are they quite uh, the same between patients or do they exhibit quite specific properties from patient to patient? Uh, so in our hands and also in the literature, it's very heterogeneous. Mm -hmm. So every single patient uh, in the clinic presents with a slightly different uh, genetic uh, signature and phenotypic signature. When we make patient-derived models, we can easily, under the microscope, distinguish them. We still have to label them, but they look different and they behave slightly differently and show a different subtype profile. So we think that in already in the midterm future, we need to uh, do personalized modeling, uh, at least until we understand the heterogeneity better, mm -hmm. uh, until uh, we um, can move on to uh, back to uh, general cell lines, but U87 cells or mm -hmm. serum cultured cell lines are not very representative of the disease. But do you think then we could achieve a kind of generic medication for these uh, brain tumors, or would it have to be personalized medicine in the end? So that's the big question, and, and uh, I don't have an answer for that. Um, I think we don't have enough evidence for personalizing treatments and see how they work. I think um, this would probably take a while to, to figure this out. 
I think it will be a, a, a mix, probably. I don't think there will be a magic bullet. But there may be a general cell biology that we can target for more than one tumor subtype. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, Heiko. And this was Stem Cells at Lunch. Thank you.